This is the Public News Service Daily Newscast, March 11th, 2022. I'm Gina Tempesta. In Eastern Europe today, Vice President Kamala Harris talked strengthening NATO defenses with both Poland and Romania. Yesterday, she urged a human rights investigation into Russia's airstrikes on a maternity hospital in Ukraine. The pressure to get business out of Russia is growing. In Colorado, climate activists are pushing a union for government employees to go farther. More on the story. After Vladimir Putin ordered Russian troops into Ukraine, the Colorado Public Employees Retirement Association withdrew $7.2 million from a Russian bank. Now climate activists are calling on Para to divest all of its Russian oil and gas holdings. Para member Devin Reynolds says the fund currently has more than $8 million invested in at least five Russian oil and gas companies. Moving assets out of Russian companies is being done because it's wrong to profit off of humanitarian horrors. And in the same way, moving money out of oil and gas is right because billions of people will be affected by climate change. The call for divestment comes on the heels of last week's report by leading climate scientists warning that the window for avoiding the worst impacts of a warming planet is closing. I'm Eric Galatis. The Michigan State House weighed competing interests between energy independence, relying on traditional fuels, and moving towards renewable energy. Climate activists are pushing for a shutdown of the Line 5 twin pipelines, but lawmakers this week asked Governor Gretchen Whitmer to call off the shutdown efforts. Lily Bolke explains. With gas prices surging amid the Russian invasion of Ukraine, lawmakers who supported this resolution say domestic oil production should be a priority. But Sean McBeardy with the Oil and Water Don't Mix Coalition says conversations about energy independence and security should focus on building renewables faster rather than relying on more fossil fuel. We have to realize that the sooner we can get away from oil and natural gas and other fossil fuels, the sooner we can get away from dictators like Vladimir Putin being able to leverage things like that in this sort of a war that he's pursuing right now in the Ukraine. The pipelines are operated by Enbridge Energy, a Canadian company. Enbridge has said shutting down Line 5 would cause energy market disruptions, though McBeardy points to multiple studies showing the pipelines could be closed without any price or supply disruption. I'm Lily Bolke reporting. On Capitol Hill this week, after years of attempts, Congress gave final approval to a plan to save the U.S. Postal Service. Labor leaders say the reform package protects customer service and provides hope that conditions will improve for workers. Scott Bayham with North Dakota's Letter Carriers Union says it appears lawmakers heard concerns about keeping the service intact for communities that truly need it. You can imagine we have a lot of rural areas that really rely on e-commerce and the parcel business. Bayham says the new model should help the Postal Service compete with delivery companies, even with traditional mail volumes on the decline. This is PNS. With calls to improve police oversight across the country, proposed Maryland legislation would protect young people's Miranda rights while they're in police custody and ensure an adult is present before an interrogation. More from Maryland. The Child Interrogation Protection Act, cross-filed in both House and Senate, would require police to notify a guardian or attorney of the youth's location, the reason they were taken into custody, and provide instructions for how to contact them. Zakia Sankara Jabbar of the Maryland group Racial Justice Now says the law is critical to ensuring the right to due process for young people. Maryland needs to come into the 21st century, come into line with the majority of other states in this country that have made it law that we have to make sure that children are protected. We have to make sure the parents are called and if they can also make sure that an attorney is notified. 90% of all young people arrested in Baltimore are black, according to 2019 data, despite being only 65 
54% of the city's youth population. I'm Emily Scott. President Joe Biden signed the America Rescue Plan last March to recover from the devastating effects of COVID-19. New York teachers unions say the measure continues to benefit both educators and students in the state. Jonah Chester reports. Kara McCormick-Lyons with the White Plains Teachers Association says the money her district received from the plan has allowed it to, among many other things, update school facilities and create new programs to help address student learning loss during the pandemic. The rescue plan has, in fact, rescued us because it really allowed us to get back into our classroom safely and really provided the funding for things we needed like ventilation systems and air purifiers. According to the U.S. Department of Education, New York received nearly $9 billion from the American Rescue Plan. The money was distributed based on the state's elementary and secondary school emergency relief plan. School districts in Ohio are also still seeing the benefits from the nearly $2 trillion spending package, one of the most expensive in U.S. history. Here's that story. Ohio's Rescue Plan dollars supported the academic, social, and emotional needs of students and educators, as well as resources and connectivity for remote and hybrid learning. Cincinnati Public Schools received about $208 million spent on hiring reading and math specialists and school counselors and on summer learning programs. Julie Sellers with the Cincinnati Federation of Teachers says the money also made buildings safer with better ventilation systems. That funding was probably the most important thing I think that the government did in order to help districts. And some of these things were changes that were made that will continue even after we catch the kids up academically so that they are in a healthier environment. American Rescue Plan funds were also used in Ohio for COVID-19 vaccines for school staff. Mary Sherman reporting. This is Gina Tempesta for Public News Service. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.